that lives forever is International Sterling. From Hollywood, International Silver Company, creators of International Sterling, present the amusing transcribed adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, starring America's favorite young couple, Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard. manages to drag Ozzie out of that big easy chair in the living room and they spend a few pleasant hours at the neighborhood movie. In fact, that's just what happened this evening. They got a rather late start, though, so... Oh, here they come. The picture's just breaking. Did you like the picture? Your eyes were pretty good, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Especially the last scene. Did you notice me? I was practically drooling all through it. Oh, really? Did you think she was that attractive? No, I wasn't talking about the girl. I was talking about the steaks. Didn't you notice those big, thick, juicy steaks they were broiling? Then they brought out that deep-dish apple pie. How come we had dinner so early tonight? We had it at the regular time. Uh -huh. Your pictures are supposed to be entertaining. You call that entertainment, sitting in a theater watching a guy eat a big steak? Well, as a matter of fact, he didn't eat it, don't you remember? That was a beautiful part. He took her in his arms and kissed her and forgot all about the steak. Yeah. Well, the more I think of it, that was one of the silliest pictures I've ever seen. Do you mean to say you'd rather eat a steak than kiss me, dear? Oh, oh of course not. <coughs> Gee, I wish I had a big, thick steak right now. Oh, stop grumbling. I'll make some scrambled eggs and bacon when we get home. Yeah, now you're talking. See, that's what I call a truly affectionate wife. A wife who really loves her husband. Well, thank you, dear. I do love you very much. However, I must confess, I'm awfully hungry myself. Let's be quiet. I don't want to wake up the boys. I can never find that hall light. You better hold my arm so you don't stumble. Oh, thanks. I'm sure I know my way to the kitchen. Pop? Hmm? Is that you, David? Yeah, I need it too. Ricky, well, for goodness sakes. Is that mom with you? It had better be. <laughs> what are you guys doing up at this hour? It's practically midnight. Oh, this is terrible, boys. Look at the time. You guys shouldn't be prowling around at this hour of the night. I dreamt I was hungry and I woke up and I was. <laughs> What about you, David? Ricky woke me up and started talking about how hungry he was, and he got me hungry. Well, it's a little late for a picnic, but I suppose it won't hurt just this once. Gee, thanks, Mom. Gee, thanks, Mom. We'll have to make it quick, though, because it's awful late. What would you guys like? Ozzy? Oh, I just want a ham sandwich. You might scramble some eggs and make a little cocoa. <laughs> Maybe fry some bacon, have a few pieces of toast. Don't go to any trouble, though. Some scrambled eggs for myself, too. That sounds swell to me. Scrambled eggs and toast. What about you, Ricky? I like some banana cream pie. Well, I think you're out of luck there. We don't have any. I'll make you some scrambled eggs, too. I think I have some cocoa. What do you guys want to drink? I'll have cocoa, too. Me, too. Okay, that's three cocos. Ricky? I like a pineapple soda. <laughs> Oh, 
morning. Oh, good morning, Oz. Hey, you don't look bad for a guy who threw a big party last night. Who threw a party? Oh, Oz, now don't try and kid me. Your light shine right in my bedroom window. I heard the glasses tinkling and the voices. Oh, that, that was only Harriet and the boys and myself. It wasn't a party. We just had a late snack. There's certainly no reason for you to get sore. Well, I'm not sore. I just don't like people who peek out of bedroom windows. <laughs> I wasn't peeking. No? Suppose I told you I happened to glance up last night and saw your face peeking out of your bedroom window. I'd be plenty worried because the rest of me was in bed. <laughs> well, I didn't see you, and I'm glad. I'd hate to think that you're a snooper. Well, believe me, I am not a snooper. And I can assure you, you're under no obligation to invite me to every little party you give. Barney, we did not give a party last night. That's not the point, Oz. So there happens to be a difference between snoopiness and friendly interest in your neighbors. Okay, Thorny, if I've offended you, I'm sorry. You are the most sensitive guy I've ever known. No harm done, huh? Oh, say, are you going bowling tonight? Well, I... Thorny, do you have to know everything I do every night in the week? What difference does it make whether I go bowling or not? Is it going to affect your life in any way? Well, yes. If you go, I can't. You've got my bowling ball. <laughs> What are you doing with all this stuff? Oh, I thought I'd get all the winter woolens together and hang them out in the sun before I put them away. I wonder if the clothesline resents these things as much as I do. Well, they may itch, but they keep you warm. That's how they keep you warm, the exercise you get scratching. Oh, <laughs> well, this pair's really shrunk. Well, all woolen underwear shrink. Yeah, but you can throw these out. I wouldn't be able to stand up straight in them. Maybe David can wear them. Well, maybe he can. I hope so. They're his. <laughs> Mine feel that small. I wonder what Thorny's going to think when he sees woolens on the line. He probably want to know if it's true we have sheep in the basement. What are you talking about? Oh, Thorny, that old Snoopy busybody. Thorny? Well, I'm just as surprised as you are, but he really is. Just because we had lights on in the kitchen last night, he thought we were having a party. Claims he heard noises, tinkling of glasses. That was me doing the dishes. That doesn't burn you up at all? Now that I think of it, yes. What was the idea of your going to bed and leaving me with all those dishes? I'm talking about this invasion of our privacy. Thorny was probably sitting up there next to his window, no doubt in a rocking chair, a shawl around his shoulders, chuckling and rubbing his bony hands together. Oh, Ozzy. <laughs> well, what are the Nelsons doing? <laughs> Ozzy, I think you're just confusing nosiness with neighborly interest. That's the same excuse Thorny tried to make. If you ask me, I think it's a pretty fine distinction. Is it any business of Thorny's even if we did give a party and for some reason didn't invite him? He gave a party last week and didn't invite us. I didn't know they gave a party. Well, I'm pretty sure they did. The lights were on very late one night. <laughs> oh, for goodness sakes. Now what? Well, some more neighborly interest for you. Look across the street. Look what's on Dunkel's porch. Mr. Dunkel, isn't it? Oh, yes, Dunkel, but look what he's doing. Those are binoculars, Harriet, and they're pointed at our house. Oh, he's probably just testing them. Yeah, I think he got them for his birthday. Ozzy, what are you doing? I just want to pull this curtain aside far enough to peek through. Well, what are you whispering for? He can't hear you. What does he think he's doing? Look at him peering through those binoculars. He's turning them this way. They're pointed right at this window. Well, of all the nerve, he's waving at me. <laughs> 
Uncle. Oh, oh, Wallace. Oh, you startled me popping out of the bushes like that. Yes, that's what I figured. Those pretty powerful binoculars? Oh, yes, Oz. My wife gave them to me for my birthday. What is that you've got there, a movie camera? Yes, it is, Oz. Every time I see something especially interesting, I creep up very quietly, of course, and snap a few pictures. Well, I never heard of such a thing. Oh, yes, Oz. In fact, we formed a little club. We call it the Rogers Road Bird Study Club. Oh, you're looking at birds. Oh, Oz, I see them. They're building a nest on your garage roof. Really? What are they? A family of nuthatches. Ah, uh-huh. oh, truly remarkable bird, the nuthatch. Of course, any bird that can hatch nuts must be remarkable. <laughs> oh, yes. This will be corking good news for our club. Hey, Dunk, old boy, I don't know quite how to say this, but I'm afraid I owe you an apology. Oh, really? For what, Oz? <laughs> well, when I saw you peering in our direction through those binoculars, I... Oh, well, wrong... uh, pardon me for interrupting, Oz, but... Uh... Is somebody sick at your house? Sick? Now, why do you ask? Well, I saw the lights on in your house late last night. I figured either somebody's sick or you're giving a party. Oh, you just happened to notice the lights on in our house? Yes, I'd gotten up to get a drink of water. Did you have your binoculars with you? Oh, no, Oz. The bathroom isn't hard to find. (laughs) Oh, Oz, look through these binoculars. Why, they're pulling leaves over their nests. <laughs> What's the matter? Any bird that can hatch nuts must be remarkable. Oh, oh bully, 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 bully. Yes, well, thanks for calling, Mother. Uh, you can stop worrying now. Goodbye. What was your mother worrying about? Oh, you know, Mother. She was afraid the boys were sick or something. What made her think that? Well, I guess it was because we were all up so late last night. You know how she always worries about them. No, 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 wait a minute. This interests me. How did your mother know we were up late last night? Because the lights were on. But she lives three miles from here, Harriet. Did she swoop by in a low-flying plane? What is our kitchen light, a beacon? Well, dear, it's simple. Mr. Dunkel got up for a glass of water last night. Yeah, I know, and saw the lights. I've gone that far already with Mr. Dunkel, and then what? Well, he told Mrs. Dunkel, and she happened to mention it to Mrs. Randolph, who happened to meet Mother down at the market. That's all. That's all? Apparently, we're living in a fishbowl. Just because our lights were on last night, everybody has his own version of what we were doing. Thorny insists there was a big party, and he wasn't invited. Dunkel thinks somebody was sick. First thing you know, the busybodies will have it all worked out. You went to the hospital, and I was celebrating. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous or not, I'm sick and tired of snoopy neighbors. What are you doing? I'm going to pull down the shades, shut off the phone, and barricade the front door. I'm going to have one afternoon of complete privacy if it's the last thing I do.
Nelson wants privacy. Say, it looks like he's going to get it, too. The shades are pulled down. The welcome mat has been turned over. And inside the darkened living room, there he sits, yearning for the pioneer days when neighbors were miles apart. Ozzy, what are you doing? Well, you heard what he said. I'm sitting here yearning for the pioneer days when neighbors were miles apart. Doesn't do you any good to sit there brooding. I'm not brooding. I'm thinking of the wonderful life the pioneers must have led. Hey, where are you going? Oh, I told Mother I'd help her put up some curtains. Oh, say, if it should start to rain, will you take those woolens off the line and bring them in the house for me? Okay. Uh, Harriet? Yes? Uh, don't tell anybody you're going over to your mother's. They'll start sending us folders from Reno. <laughs> Down. I just want a little privacy. I'm getting sick and tired of people taking a neighborly interest in our personal lives. You know Miss Fraser? You mean you're a school teacher? Yeah. She was driving past her house last night and she saw the lights on. She wanted to know if there was anything wrong. Oh, she did, did she? If I were the nosy type, I'd ask what was a school teacher doing out at that hour. <laughs> I asked you that. <laughs> David, just because other people are nosy, it's no excuse for you to be. What was her answer? She said it was none of my business. She was perfectly right. She's entitled to a little privacy. On the other hand, so are we. What business is it of hers if we were up late? She wouldn't have seen the lights if she hadn't been out with her boyfriend driving around in a hot rod, squandering the taxpayers' money on gas. Oh, the nosy people. My teacher knows we were up late, too. Oh, that's not surprising. She probably got the news from David's teacher. No, she didn't, Pa. Okay, then how do you figure she found out? I fell asleep in class. <laughs> I'll get it, Pop. No, 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 David, wait. We're not going to answer the door. It's probably just another snooper wanting to pry into our affairs. It's like to see what's going on in here. They'd like to see what's going on, but they're not going to. Guy, who wants to see a man and two boys sitting in the dark? <laughs> Yes, they've gone away. Peek through the curtains and see. No, 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 no. This curtain over here. Anybody there? Yeah, but I don't know how he ever rang a bell. Who is it? The Thornberry's cat. I'd rather think it was somebody else beside the cat. Now come away from the window. We don't want to be snoopers, too. Hey, somebody's moving into the Thompson's old house. Well, how do you know? There's a big truck in front. Yeah, can we watch the moving men pop? Well, I guess I'll be all right. After all, we don't know the people. You can't consider it snooping when they're strangers. So old man Thompson finally got somebody to move in there, huh? Wonder how much rent they're paying. You want me to call her a No, no, no. <laughs> See, that's what I mean about snooping. It's none of our business. Hey, Pop, the mailman's coming up the walk. I'll go see what he has for us. Now, stay there. I'll get it. Hi, Mr. Nelson. Oh, hello, Charlie. Your mail's hardly worth coming out for. Just a postcard and your gas bill. Oh, a postcard, huh? Yeah, it's from the Jacksons. They're in Canada, and they say what a grand time they're having. <laughs> Mrs. Jackson bought some antiques she thinks Mrs. Nelson's going to like. The scenery's beautiful, and they wouldn't have missed the trip for anything. <laughs> they say anything else? Uh, that's all. Oh, yeah, love and kisses, the Jacksons. <laughs> How much is our gas bill? $15.98. <laughs> oh, 
bet there isn't much goes on in this neighborhood you don't know about, Charlie. Oh, I get around. <laughs> of course, sometimes it takes me a while to learn about things. Take your case, for instance. Here it is the middle of the afternoon. I didn't find out until an hour ago Mrs. Nelson gone home to her mother. Where did you hear that? I'm sorry, Mr. Nelson, but I can't divulge my sources of information. Well, that's a good attitude, Charlie. Now, I suppose you've heard there's a new family moving in the old Thompson house. Oh, you mean the Petersons? Oh, their name's Peterson. Uh-huh. That's a pretty nice house. I imagine they must be paying about 150 a month for that, huh? 140? 130. <laughs> well, I guess they need a big house. They more than likely have children. Three. Two boys and a girl. Nice kids. The two boys are twins. The girl isn't. <laughs> well, I guess I better finish my delivery. It looks like rain. Okay, Charlie. I'll see you tomorrow. You got a pencil and a piece of paper, Mr. Nelson? No, I can get one. What for? Thought I'd leave my phone number just in case there's something else you'd like to know. <laughs> Disappoint you, Emmy, but I'm afraid it's just a false rumor. Really? Mother was downtown shopping this morning, and a lady in the butcher shop told her that you had a big party last night, and somebody was sick today. I hope you don't mind my dropping in like this. No, no. In fact, I appreciate your neighborly interest. Now, there's a lot of difference between neighborly interest and snooping. Neighborly interest is something we need more of. I'm a firm believer in it. Oh, that's a wonderful spirit, Mr. Nelson. You have some new neighbors. Did you know that? Yeah, the Petersons. You know their names already? You certainly do take an interest in things. Well, it's a purely neighborly interest. See, I'm interested in the Petersons because they seem like such a nice family. The two boys and a girl. Boys are twins. The girl isn't. How in the world did you find out all those things? Well, when you have neighborly interest, it's just a matter of keeping your eyes and your ears open. <laughs> You're positively uncanny, Mr. Nelson. Well, I'd better be your... Goodbye, Emmy Lou. Boy, it's really starting to pour. Pop, did you know it was raining? Uh, yes, Ricky. David and I are watching it. Doesn't it worry you, Pop? Worry me? Oh, we're all getting rained on. This is a neighborhood. It's raining on the Dunkel's house, and the Randolph's house, the Thornberry's house. It's raining on everybody's house. But what about the backyard, Pop? Yes, it's raining on everybody's backyard. Is it raining? The only one. Holy smokes, your mother told us to take the stuff off the line. Come on, boys. I hope they don't shrink. I'll grab them off the line. You boys stand. Where are they? Yeah, where are they? They're gone, disappeared. Boy, they really did shrink. Let's get out of the rain. I've never heard of such a thing. What do you think happened? I know it sounds ridiculous, but evidently somebody has stolen our underwear. I'm glad we didn't have them on. <laughs> what a neighborhood this is to live in. It's a fine thing when somebody can walk into your backyard and steal the clothes right off your line. Here comes Mom. Hi, everybody. Have you heard the news? Somebody swiped your underwear. <laughs> you mean the woman? 
Yes, he's right, Harriet. Somebody stole them right out of the backyard. Well, that sounds ridiculous. Well, all right. They weren't on the line and they can't walk. Well, strange that somebody didn't see it happen. Well, that's no lie. Our neighbors see everything else that goes on around here. Come in, Thorny. Hi, folks. Thorny, do you know anything about the disappearance of our woolen? Oh, that's what I came over to tell you about. I know who took them. You mean to say you sat there and watched? Ozzy, please let Thorny tell us. Well, you see, Dunker was over at my place, and he had a notion it was going to rain. Something about the nut hatches pulling the leaves over their heads or something. So we came over to tell you to bring your stuff in off the line. But nobody answered the doorbell. Oh, I, I guess I was out somewhere. No, I, Pop, you told uh, me. David, that. let's not bore Mr. Thornberry with our family discussion. What about the woods? Oh, they're at my house. Catherine has them hanging on the back porch. I think Thorny's a pretty swell neighbor. Don't you, Ozzy? I've always thought that. Thorny, I should have known. This is what I was telling Emmy Lou about. Neighborly interest. Watching out for the other fellow. And who could have a better neighbor than old Thorny here? Ozzy, you're embarrassing. (laughs) But I have plenty of time. Go ahead. You're a real friend, Thorny, and the best neighbor a guy could ask for. I agree. Me too. So do I. Well, thanks very much. But if you mean what you say, Oz, there's just one thing I don't understand. What's that, old friend? Why didn't you invite me to your party last night? next week to another transcribed adventure of Ozzie and Harriet, starring Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard.